Hey, Mike, what's going on with you today, brother? Oh, you know, it was another day at the office. How are you doing, brother? Doing real well, doing real well. Well, did you enjoy the new intro song that we have now? Same beat, but now we've got some words. I, I like it. I say it's improving. I mean, I feel like we're actually becoming a legitimate podcast now, not just some two guys <laughs> ra- rambling on. <laughs> we're getting damn close, at least. At least damn close. But yeah, I got to give a big shout out, man. Uh, first of all, to Ro Lang. Uh, he, he's the guy who came up with it. Uh, pretty freaking awesome uh, coming up with that. And literally, I texted him about it and said, hey, can you, you think you could come up with something for this? And within 15 minutes, he sent me a rough draft. I mean, just absolutely killed it. So uh, appreciate him doing it. And then also to Blue Cayman Beats, he's the one that produced it for us, a guy named Connor. So, man, I'm telling you, uh, between those two guys, they have got a lot more musical talent than I do. <laughs> so I appreciate them uh, stepping up and making that awesome song for us. And, uh, boy, I'm telling you, that's what you're going to be hearing for a long time. And we're real excited about it. So, again, thank you very much. I will get with Ro, try and figure out. Uh, exactly where you can uh, purchase some of his music and then again um connor with his um with his production company there again they are called blue cayman beats so if you need any kind of music production uh, go ahead and give them a shout they can definitely help you out with that but mike we've got something uh (laughs) uh something annoying to talk about today so did you watch any of the debate any of the first presidential debate on tuesday I didn't watch the entirety of it. I tried my best to watch as much as I could. And, uh, well, I don't care who you support, but someone was being extremely unprofessional and couldn't follow the simple, basic format of the debate. And coming, like, I'm not the experienced debater, but I did do, uh, Lincoln Douglas to different in debate formats in high school. So, I mean, I'm familiar with the formalities, you know, with debate. You know, you have to give a little respect to the other person. And I mean, blatantly not knowing when to shut the fuck up when it's not your turn to talk is kind of just a big no-no. It's a little frowned upon in the debate community. 
Yeah, and it was really funny to kind of see. Now, I can't, well, of course, who cares? We'll call him out by name. Of course, Trump is the one that we're you know speaking on here. But now there were some things that Biden did as well. I didn't necessarily care for, kind of cracked under pressure a couple of times and telling Donald to shut up why that was glorious in its own, but uh, also not exactly the best way about going about a debate. But uh, and then also Biden at one point in time said, I am the Democratic Party. That was kind of interesting there. But yeah, man, 100 percent agree with you. You could tell there was two different stylings going into this debate. Uh, one person that, you know, kind of wanted to have a legitimate conversation and one person that just kind of wanted to play the bully role. Um, and, you know, we're just I want to just kind of single out a couple of things uh, throughout the whole night. Now, again, uh, I, I make no qualms about it. I am very much a centrist. I think there's a lot of problems on the uh, Democratic side, but I think there's a lot of problems on the Republican side as well, not necessarily with the Republican people, uh, but maybe who they have chosen to place their faith in. Uh, and Mike, uh, the first thing, we just got to talk about it right off the top. How in the hell can you call yourself racially diverse? How can you say you're not a racist? How can you say you care about black people whenever you literally will not denounce white supremacy? That easily served up on a tee for you. Every Republican elected official out there has been coming out and saying, oh, we didn't agree with Donald on this. I mean, how can you, as the leader of the best country, of the freest country in the world, how can you say white supremacy? How can you not condemn white supremacy? It is absolutely mind bending. I mean, with that statement of his, I mean, for me, he might as well have gone hail Hitler. Like, you know, like Das Führer. Like, I mean, that's that's the same equivalent to me that was ridiculous and yeah i do agree you know biden was out of line some points but i give him a lot bigger pass on majority of it just because well i feel like it probably it was provoked and i mean well if trump wasn't acting a fool it probably would have gone a lot better so i give him a little bit of a pass i mean he could have held it together but i mean i mean thinking of myself I mean, I would have been like, all right, motherfucker, let's, let's fucking glove up. Let's box it out. Absolutely. And that that's one thing for sure is uh, you could tell there was a couple of times that Joe was kind of pulled into the fire, if you could say that. Uh, but he did honestly did a pretty good job of staying away from that kind of thing. Now, as you know, we mentioned, he, he definitely fell into it a couple of times, but it could have literally turned into just a gigantic screaming match the whole time. And, you know, somebody else I've got to give big credit to. I have been highly critical of Fox News. Uh, I, I don't think they provide the best in um, true coverage of the news. A lot of you know, narratives, a lot of uh, op-ed type pieces that are presented as fact and things like that. But Chris Wallace got to give the guy a big, you know, round of applause the way he conducted himself uh, multiple times telling the president to shut up multiple times going against um, the, the candidate that I would assume that considering who he works for, who he probably favored. I don't know if that's exactly true anymore after this whole situation, but uh, Chris Wallace Hats off to you, sir. You, <laughs> I saw. You know that's one of the, been one of the best parts of this whole situation is some of the memes that's come out of it. We were talking about that a little bit before, but um, 
Chris Wallace definitely there was something that Trevor Noah said. He said, now you see with what Chris Wallace is having to go through between Trump and Biden debate is exactly why kindergarten teachers should be taught or should be paid more. And man, I don't know if there's been a truer meme that's ever been spoken or made. That's a pretty damn true statement. I, one of my favorite lines from the debate was, well, he's like, uh, he went to Trump. He's like, well, would you like to trade spots? Like, you know, do you want to moderate and I'll debate? <laughs> I, I love that. That just killed me right there. I was just like, man, hats off for to you. Because, I mean, it, it, most people, I mean, like him or not, he is the president of the United States currently. He's the current president. Right. I will respect that. I wish nothing ill for him. I wish him to make the best decisions for our country and do the best he can. Like him or not, he's, he is our current president. And I'm not going to say I'm a fan of him, but, I mean, I'm also not going to just completely just wish the worst on our president. I want whoever's president right. to do the best that they can. And for him to stand up, be able to stand up for, you know, to a figure of that. Pa- I mean, he holds the highest position in this country besides, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. The highest position in the free world <laughs> besides Mark Zuckerberg. I was, uh, you cut me <laughs> off right there. Yeah. I was about to say Mark. No, yeah. I cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's ex- literally what I was about to say. Besides Mark Zuckerberg and, uh, Jeff Bezo. I mean, it kind of, uh, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they're, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty damn close. I don't know. Bill Gates, he's coming in for a hard third place between them, but. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still laughing over here. I, I heard you say Zuck, and I knew where you were going. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. But yeah, man, it, it is, you, you know, but at the same time, it's it's frightening to me the fact that we have got somebody that conducts themselves in that way that is the leader of the free world, you know, because that, that's kind of what... We've always been considered the leaders of the free world here in America, and the fact that we've got somebody like that—that's um, that's willing to sink to the the depths and the lows that he did um, during this whole debate—and that was the the second thing. We might get back. To, well, we will get back to the Proud Boys thing here in a second, but uh, the the attack on Joe Biden's kids. Um, the things that he said about Bo and Hunter Biden are just absolutely asinine. Uh, for people that don't know, Bo Biden was the uh, oldest son of uh, Joe Biden. He was a Iraqi war veteran, uh, died at the age of 46 for, um, uh, excuse me, died at the age of 46 of brain cancer um, after going through an just an awful childhood, which is what we're going to talk about with Hunter there. Hunter, uh, again, he had his issues. He had a substance abuse problem, a cocaine problem. But uh, a lot of things that people don't really realize is that actually Joe Biden's first wife, um, I, I'm sorry, I can't think of her name right off the top of my head here, but his first wife and three of his kids were in an absolutely horrific automobile accident where actually Joe Biden's First wife and his daughter, one of his daughters, passed away from the wreck, and Hunter uh, had a absolutely terrible brain injury, and Bo was uh, Bo was hurt as well in it. But uh, Hunter had a really bad brain injury, and then also lost his sister and his mom 
in that same crash. So uh, if anybody knows anything about trauma, about, you know, psychological kind of things like that, a lot of times if something like that happens, especially at an early age where you have that kind of brain trauma, um, there's a, a need, a trying to fill in, you know, a hole in you that's, you know, you can't ever really seem to fill. And unfortunately, uh, drugs does kind of become a crutch there for some of those folks. But Hunter has gotten himself straightened out. He's on the, the straight and narrow now. You know, he does an honorable job. He's an investment guy, um, you know, makes quite a bit of money. He did really well for himself. So, uh, you know, we'd be kidding ourselves. We said that, you know, his father's position didn't exact, you know, didn't help him. Sure, in some way, shape or form, it did. But to go after somebody for a substance abuse problem, uh, after a situation like that, and now some people may come out and be like, oh, well, I had this and that, and I didn't do that. No, no, no. Well, okay, that's great. All of us are individuals. You know, we're all different people. So uh, for Trump to sit there and just deny that he had ever heard anything about, you know, Bo Biden, a war hero, then to, you know, say, you know, oh, I know about Hunter and let's talk about his drug problem. That's that's just low blow. You know, we could have talked about the fact that Donald at one point in time said that, you know, he would date his daughter if that wasn't his daughter. Uh, we can talk about some of the awful things that Eric Trump or excuse me, Donald Jr. said. Uh, matter of fact, Donald Jr. walked away from some of the uh, proud boy comments of his father as well. So uh, it, it was just a very un un-American way of trying to have a debate and prove a point. Well, actually, it may be <laughs> recently it's become in vogue in America to go after stuff like that. And I just thought it was kind of a low blow and that it was kind of bullshit, Mike. Oh, I agree. He went personal. He just went for personal attacks and he stayed off topic almost the entire time. And I find it ridiculous. And I mean, even him going after Biden, like, Oh, you weren't top of your class. Like, all right, where did you rank, Trump? What cl what school did you go to? Oh, by the way, uh, when did you serve? Oh, you didn't. You dodged the draft. Right, because of bone spurs. <laughs> yeah, and also, also one little thing I'd like to say is anyone that thinks I, I had that little discussion with someone the other day. They were like, "Oh, I don't know. Trump might take Biden in you know in a boxing match. Like, you just give him love, fight, fight it out." And it's like, um. I was like, you realize Trump is in his 70s, right? And they're like, what? He's that old? It's like <laughs> They both are. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, Trump is in his 70s. He's just sprayed orange, and only one of them has actual served in military experience. And whether you like whoever, I mean, clearly, Biden's in better physical shape than Trump. So I'm pretty sure, like, my money's going on that guy. Like, li like yeah. whoever you want, but in a boxing match... My money's going on Joe because, I mean, he's got that reach on him. Like, hey, hey, you got two old guys. One's in, you know, looks in moderate shape, who's a little bit taller, a little bit leaner. And you got a little fat potato as the other one. Yeah. And, you know, Trump does that his little signature stance where he kind of stands with his butt back to make his stomach look smaller. You know what I mean? So he's already leaning into the punch. So definitely. But you know what? I think it would be even better uh, and it would be a better fight. How about we get Hunter Biden and, Don or, and uh, Donald Jr.? How about that? We get that kind of a boxing match going on. We get the uh, the kids squaring up for the dads. I would actually be OK with that kind of the reversal of what you did when you're in elementary school. Well, my dad could beat up your dad. Well, hey, my kid can beat up your kid. <laughs> I'll pay $70 for that pay-per-view. Right? <laughs> yeah, I said, uh, 
you know, my father, my uh, my dad, he, he posted on Facebook something about, you know, they should be boxing, whatever. And I was like, you know, I think it might not actually be a terrible idea. Go ahead and put it for like ninety nine ninety nine like they do for the other boxing matches and UFC events. Um, put it out there and I bet you there'd be enough households to buy that thing that we might actually offset the national debt. Hey, you know what? Also, like, you know, we can do American Idol style with it. You call in your votes for who, you know, you want to win. And that's how we select the president. Let's just like, let's let's just full modernize it to American society, which I mean, it, it kind of is deplorable, like the state of our country and like just the whole debate in entirety. But it's it's kind of almost a joke. But I mean, you know what? I some some part of me wonders like wait where did we do to like lead ourselves down this way like i mean we've allowed the married people we've also allowed this shit to happen so i mean if you're also you know on the other side of fence like oh i'm for this and that and like well what are you doing about it because i mean this has happened this is our current state like we as the people we need to we need to get together and fix this yeah, and so that was going to be one of my questions is uh, throughout this debate, Mike, did you feel that you really learned anything about either candidate? Do you feel like you know any kind of an idea of what they're proposing based on the debate topic? Not the topics. Chris Wallace did a fine job with the topics. But did, did you feel you got a real sense of anything in that whole ordeal? Honestly, no. Like, I didn't feel like I really learned anything, like what they were supporting, what they're discussing, how they felt on topics. It felt like it was just a slander of both sides, which, I mean, I feel like Trump started it. I feel like Biden, he tried at first to have some discussions and go on topics, but then it just, it went downhill so fast that, yeah, I didn't really get anything out of it. The only thing I can say is, you know, I applaud the moderator. He did fucking a phenomenal job with the shit show he was given. And I give a little bit of props to Joe Biden for doing his best to keep it together under pressure. And with someone be trying to bull, like literally just bulldoze him through the debate and Trump. I mean, you, you clearly have no respect for any, for any other person. So I don't see how I could expect you to have respect for the American people to make the right decision. So You've lost any, well, I didn't even say you even had respect for me, but if there was any left, like you, you definitely lost it there because you couldn't just maintain to a formal debate. Like, I mean, is it really that hard? Like, I mean, if you really are the, but what's best for America and your ideas and everything's good, like, all right, let's hear them discuss it out properly. No, you just tried to bulldoze every discussion, every topic you wouldn't eat. Like, I'm surprised they just mute his mic. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, as somebody that's worked in in radio and does this kind of stuff for a living, you know, uh, I would. I I don't care. I wouldn't have really cared if I would have gotten in trouble later. Oh, well, I would have been turning down microphones. Uh, That's just seems like something that should have been done. And it's just scary. The fact that, I mean, two minutes is not a lot of time, folks. This thing's been going on now. This show has been going on for about 15 to 18 minutes now. Uh, depending on how many cuts I've got to make. So uh, just the fact that you can't hold your water for two minutes to 
you know, not interrupt and not be screaming over the top. And that, like you said, I b- believe that Biden was trying to give us some ideas of what he wants to do. But every time he tried to get on it, he was being yelled down by Donald. So um, and I wish I could say, you know, something like that for Donald. I- I'm not trying to sit here and bash on Donald this whole time. I wish there was something that I could I could use to say, okay, well, at least he's trying to say this. But literally all he was doing was attacking uh, the whole time about beliefs and ideas and not really laying out any kind of policy, you know, talking about how he wants to be uh, tough on China or, you know, uh, all this stuff about Russia and da, 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 da. It's just it, it's sickening that we can't even have a full on true debate. And it's it's just it's mind blowing. But, Mike, I have one more topic that I want to talk about here in a second, but I do want to backtrack And uh, I just want to say this for and I posted this on my Facebook today. Uh, If anybody has me out there on Facebook, I'm sure y'all probably do. We still have a somewhat smaller listenership right now. So I'm sure most of y'all know me on Facebook. But um, if you support the Proud Boys, if you think that the Proud Boys are an okay organization and that they should stand back and stand by, as uh, President Trump said, I would really like you to go ahead and turn off the podcast, delete us, unsubscribe, uh, do whatever it is, unlike our Facebook page, whatever. I want you, I want no association with you. I want nothing to do with you. Uh, the Proud Boys are a Nazi regime within America. They are white supremacists, even if they don't, ha- even if they have a few black members, because uh, you got to have token black members. So you can deny racism at the end of the day. But this is a literal Nazi regime. Uh, the only way to advance within the Proud Boys is to hurt people, to get into fights and hurt as many people as possible. That's how you advance. That is their their social currency is violence. And it was created by Gavin McGinnis, okay? Gavin McGinnis is coming, you know, doing things in America to try and divide and be racist and all that kind of stuff here in America. Um, He was born in England and lives in Canada. He is an English-Canadian, and he's causing this much problems in America. Uh, The only reason Gavin McGinnis has got any kind of sway in the world is I could not believe this when I found this out a while back. Uh, Gavin McGinnis is actually one of the co-founders of Vice, the super liberal (laughs) magazine, uh, uh, magazine and television channel and all that kind of stuff. But he was a co-founder of Vice, uh, took it a completely different direction, uh, not Vice, but took his own self a completely different direction and is now literally a English uh, Canadian fear monger working on American people trying to promote Donald Trump. Um, if, if you support that, if you're cool with that, I'm out. Also, if you're a fan of Millie Weaver, the gun girl that, you know, allegedly crapped herself at a fraternity party a few years ago, uh, a lot of people know her. She was the girl that walked around open carry at Kent state after she graduated, try and prove a point. She's now got a t-shirt that's going out. says, Trump's not my president. He's my King. Uh, if any of that applies to you, go ahead and hit the unsubscribe button. Don't need you here. Appreciate you anyway. And one thing like that is uh, you might as well go down to the Wally World, sign up for Meal Team 6, you know, Semper Diabetes, but uh, get you a brown shirt or khaki shirt and khaki pants and uh, 
Yeah, you might as well just uh, look up the SA and get you an SA uniform. That's the equivalent of what you are. You're not even, you're actually like a third string Nazi. You're not SA, you're not like the... Um, SS. The, yeah, you're not the SS, you're not the um, Gustavo, you're the SA. And literally, actually, Hitler actually kind of got rid of them because they made him look bad. But you're literally just some punk grunts running around the streets, which actually Hitler himself denounced, you know, the violence that the SA was doing. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you're a shitty Nazi. <laughs> yeah, it's it is something. It is something. But uh so again the debates were a giant headache. Uh just I f- hopefully the vice presidential um uh debate that's going to be going on here in the next couple of days. Uh we're recording this actually Thursday, October 1st. We normally record on Sundays, but due to some scheduling, we're just now being able to get to it. So uh, it's a little less than a week away. It will be next Tuesday, which is, excuse me, the 6th. So which is uh, make the sure Tuesday. you tune in for that. I'm sorry? I said, which is a Tuesday? Which is a Tuesday. Yes, sir. So um, definitely hoping that that one can be a little little different with uh, Kamala Harris and Mike Pence going at it together. But uh, something else I want to talk about, Mike, uh, have you seen the New York Times report about Trump's taxes? I haven't gone through it myself, but I've heard about it that, uh, yeah, I, I pay more taxes than Trump is what the gist of it is. I understand he didn't pay any taxes for a few years and like, was it 16 17 you only paid like 700 in taxes which i've paid more in a single paycheck yeah 750 dollars in taxes and uh folks there's a lot of people out there that say oh well if you're smart enough to get the tax lawyers and work it out and do all this and that and da 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 um then hey power to you and i've seen a lot of people saying yeah i try and figure out how to pay the least amount of taxes i can and this and that and da 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 well, you know, Mike, you're kind of the perfect example. You, you know, Mike, you make decent money and you are a 28-year-old white male. You don't have any dependents technically right now. You're still single. You're not married or anything like that, even though you're engaged. Uh, so, Mike, you are in about the highest tax bracket that anybody could possibly be in. So let me ask you this. Do you mind paying taxes considering that it helps our infrastructure it helps our military uh, it helps our va benefits it helps social security benefits it also pays the government employees that you know keep working for us and generally everything that we buy our taxes go towards um, funding police departments funding fire departments funding ems services and hospitals all these kind of different things. So, Mike, do you mind paying just a couple of dollars in taxes or paying a little bit in taxes considering all the benefits that you get? You know, I used to be very angry at how much I paid in taxes to the government. But then I, some time ago, I came to the realization, it's like, wait, I'm okay with some of my money going to schools. I don't want a bunch mm-hmm. of dumbasses running around because we don't have any money for schools. It's like, no, I... I I want people to be educated. And I, I quickly realized, like, you know what? Actually, you, you do want to pay some taxes because, I mean, yeah, they go to, like, hey, my house, my apartment catches on fire. 
I pay taxes. There's a fire department. I'm call nine one one. They're gonna come, or I probably won't even have to call the fire. The fire alarm's gonna go off. It's gonna get alert to the fire department. They're gonna come out with a fire truck and they're gonna come put my building out of fire. You know, right? Save my home, hopefully. You know, but I mean, you know, maybe they'll save other people's homes. But I mean, that's it's a good thing. I mean, if you don't support the fire department, I don't. I mean, the police. Yes, I want the police, and I mean, I, I don't want to go d- dwell too deep, and I don't really don't want to dwell on that topic because it's sensitive topic. But I mean, good a topic for another day. Need yeah. to have a full discussion about that, yeah. not just side there, mention. There, Correct. Yeah, there, there's good, there's bad. Uh, I've ran into my share of bad and good, and for the majority part, I feel like, I mean, it's a need. It's needed in a so in. in it's needed. I'll leave it. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Um, no, I agree with you. I, I think you know, paying taxes is kind of, uh, it's kind of almost a rite of passage. It's it's almost that when you pay taxes, you kind of you you buy in your your opinion, your vote. You yeah. know what I mean. You become a mattering person in society. You know what I mean. So uh, to me. And again, you know, for some people, $750 in taxes might be because that's, you know, what they made. You know what I mean? Sure. But whenever you're somebody that's quote unquote a billionaire and you're only paying $750 in taxes, that that is a problem uh, that is helping to further the divide. You know, the way the uh, the uh, financial gap in this country, uh, the richer get richer and the poor get poor, you know. Uh, again, you with your salary, you paid probably twice or three times as much as Donald Trump did in taxes. But yet, you know, you still you live in a two bedroom apartment. You know what I mean? Because that's that's kind of what you can do right now. Uh, hell, I can't even really do that at the moment. So I, I totally understand. And it's very frustrating to see that, you know, the the Zuckerbergs, the Gates, the the Trumps, Bezos. the, you know, Bezos, all these people you know, finding all these different ways to, you know, avoid the taxes as much as possible, which and then is in turn feeding the pockets of all these slime bag lawyers. There's a bunch of good lawyers out there. I would say most lawyers are good, but they're definitely the ones that are in it just for the money. You know what I mean? And those are the people that kind of go into these tax law and that kind of stuff. So uh, you can definitely be a slime ball and it's, you know, lining the pockets of them. You're creating the general generational wealth on a scale that most people don't understand, you know? So, uh, you know, to me, a hundred thousand dollars, Oh my God, I could, I could do so much with a hundred thousand dollars. And you see these people, they say, Oh, well, a hundred thousand dollars, that's not worth my time. Like that's the difference between us folks. If you could, if you could look at a hundred thousand dollars and say, ah, whatever, then you're part of that generational wealth that we're talking about. Or you may be self-made also as well, but you know, most of that, you know, you hear old money and new money, all this kind of stuff. So to me, I, I just think it's ridiculous, of course, with the corporate tax being rolled back to 21% instead of 28% as well. Uh, that 7%, you know, if you think about it, if it's $100,000, you're, you're talking about what, seven grand? <laughs> I mean, that that's a big difference when in I'm money taxed, right there. When so. I am taxed personally at 35%, and honestly, one of the biggest things that outraged me is that Trump couldn't be honest about it because when he was asked about his on the debate, I know I'm kind of going backwards a little bit here, at the, when he was asked about his what? taxes on the debate, he's like, oh, I've paid millions, millions, millions. 
Yeah, he paid a lot to the um oh crap. Uh, if I dad gummit, I wish I had uh he paid somebody a lot, but it's it wasn't necessarily in taxes. It was in well, that, I don't know. That that's the exact same that's the exact key thing though. He claimed he paid millions in taxes, which I mean, you know, he could donate and do write outs and everything, but he in actual taxes and actual like money he paid to the government he didn't pay diddly squat so why fat like that that's just a lie to me and like that was just a bold-faced lie and you know what i i don't care who you support but you know what like i'm not i'm not gonna support a liar like hell i i fucking hate hillary clinton piece of shit but if she came out and divulged all the truth about everything she did she was like all right here you know what Here's a skinny on all of it. Like, here, I'm just going to lay it all out. Like, yeah, I've done all these bad, horrible things. You know what? I'd give her a little bit of respect. Just like, all right, hey, you came out with it. Like, I will respect honesty over just about anything. Because you know what? If you can't be honest, then, I mean, how can I trust? Like, how, how can you have any trust for that person? You can't. You can't, and especially whenever he's supposed to be, you know, leading you, commander uh, in chief. That, right. That that's that's a scary proposition. Well, Mike, it's going to be kind of a short episode today. Uh, we've both got a lot of stuff going on. Again, all kinds of different things, and really, I know you just worked like a thirteen-hour day, so appreciate you uh, coming in late and recording with me here. But I always do, of course, like to end it on a high note. So, Mike, can you tell us anything good going on? Ron Swanson for president. <laughs> Oh, Ron Swanson. That's, that's my vote. Sounds good. I'm going to write it in. Write it in with there me, you people. Go. Come on, let's do this. I know, hell, at this point, I'm thinking about voting Kanye. Not really, not really. <laughs> oh, he can't, he but can't Mike, run. Do what? He can't run. He entered too late. He missed the deadline to actually oh, be a nominee. Sure. Surprise, surprise. Sure, sure. You know. Yeah, no, I feel you, man, 100%. I've... I know what I'm voting. I'm not going to put it out there. People can probably inference pretty well, but I'm not going to actually put it out there. But uh, it's a it's an interesting little slog we got going here. But I've got some good news for you. And me and you are on the uh, the same Discord server. Well, matter of fact, it's your Discord server. So, of course, you're in it, but I'm on there as well. Uh, and I saw this and I've heard it actually the day before this, and I am very, very excited about this. There is a new Borat movie coming out. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's very nice. And the, the title of it is, uh, I mean, if the title is any kind of indication of how funny this thing is going to be, then it it's going to be great because the title is Borat's subsequent movie film delivery of uh, prodigious bribe to America regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Very good money. Yes. <laughs> and so there's not a whole lot about the, uh, about the movie out there right now the the trailer just dropped for it today but i do see on the wikipedia page that somehow some way 
Rudy Giuliani and Mike Pence have shown up in this thing. Uh, I'm sure they were unsuspecting victims of Sasha Baron Cohen, of course. Uh, but if anybody doesn't know, Rudy Giuliani is the former uh, mayor of New York, now is actually Trump's personal lawyer, and Mike Pence is the vice president. So it's going to be uh, some interesting stuff here. So I'm excited about that. It's going to be coming to Amazon Prime Video October 23rd. So um, maybe not the greatest place to release your movie to, but hey, you got to do what you got to do sometimes, hey, right? No, that's the greatest place. Cause, I mean, we're still in a pandemic. And honestly, I haven't been to the movie theaters in so long. Like I'm at the point now, like, you know what? Just put it on that. Put it on the firebox. And you know what? If it's worth my time, I'll pay that $4.99 to rent it. If it's not, hey, I'll wait a couple of months and that bitch will be free on Amazon Prime. Even though I talk shit on Beth, uh, Jeff Bezos, I mean, who doesn't fuck with Amazon? Come on. We about our yeah, we, we yeah. about them dollar dollar bills. That shit is cheap. Yes, yes. And then uh, one other little slight thing. So we had talked about last week during our protest uh, music episode, the, the Woody Guthrie guitar that said this machine kills fascists. Well, I couldn't get it out of my head. So now right here on my podcasting desk, I've got a big old sticker that says this machine kills fascists. And I don't know if I've ever been more pleased with the $4.99 purchase in my life. I love it. Well, Mike, that's about all we got for this week. Again, kind of short uh, recording this at, you know, about eight o'clock going to try and have it released by nine o'clock. So had to be kind of short on it again. Appreciate you, you know, making some time in your busy schedule today uh, to be able to do it today. Cause I thought I had broken my toe on Sunday and I was not in the mood to do this. So thank you very much. Thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Y'all have a good one. And if you truly want to be the ultimate supporter and want your name tattooed on my ass, Get a tattoo of this machine kills fascism on your groin and I will love you forever. Exactly. I, I love it. That would be absolutely perfect. Uh, and actually, Mike, I'm glad you said that. Speaking of support, we again, we'll be getting that out there to you soon. Uh, we'll be creating us. If we're being honest with each other, I, I don't care for Patreon. Uh, it might be end up what we have to use, but don't necessarily care for Patreon because they, they charge little extra fees and stuff like that. And I don't necessarily care for it, but, uh, if we don't find anything better, we'll be there soon. Um, you can go ahead. I mean, hell, if you ask, send me a message, I'll give you our PayPal information and you can say, uh, Mike, I bet you didn't even know that we have a PayPal account. So, uh, if anybody out there does want to help support the show, there is uh, costs that are associated with this, uh, costs us a little bit of money every month. So if anybody out there wants to help us out, keep the Kofi fee going. We would very much appreciate it. All right. Now for the second time, appreciate you all you lovely people. Y'all have yourself a good night. Good night and subscribe to my only fans. <laughs> yeah. These are my thoughts, these are my feelings, these are my words, this is my opinion. Podcast live, anything up for discussion. If it's on your mind, then let's discuss it. These are my thoughts, these are my feelings, these are my words, this is my opinion. Podcast live, anything up for discussion. If it's on your mind, then we can discuss it. We got a range of different topics for the young and the old. 
got a lot of stuff to say that's been bugging my soul. Seeing views from different sides as the story unfolds. Black lives matter, bro, not just the ones that you chose. Every Thursday, a different topic. Every week, another show. Every week, we going up. Tune in to your favorite host. So you gotta listen in if you really wanna know how I feel and if we feel the same. These are my thoughts. These are my feelings. These are my words. This is my opinion. Podcast live, anything up for discussion. If it's on your mind, then we can discuss it. These are my thoughts. These are my feelings. These are my words. This is my opinion. Podcast live, anything up for discussion. If it's on your mind, then we can discuss it.